Hello, friends. Welcome. I re am reporting to you today from the mountains of Park City, Utah. Out at the spot. At the spot. For a little while. Somehow there's an accent that you get when you go to this place, but nevertheless, I am at the spot. I invite you today to come to the spot. Come to this spot. <laughs> We've talked about it. Whoa! I see you're already in the spot. See, it's a frame of mind. The spot is always with you. Aha. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, really. What are you going to do? <laughs> Looks like they'd live to tell the tale. Here's what's happened. I'm using, yes, this is the same song I, from last I'm week. I'm not completely disappointed with this. One no, kiss I know for this that to be forgettable. One kiss so for this to be regrettable. One no, kiss is just so what secret spot? A secret spot. So yeah, welcome. Wow, you weren't expecting that, huh? This song sucked last week. Who's that singer? <laughs> He's my fill-in because I couldn't get a girl. Don't stop, continue. yes. So I got this guy who's it just totally into his penis. <laughs> That's what he is. He's, he's that's my character for this guy. His penis is all that matters to him. Today's show is weird. I went with what's this? Yeah. Weird. Dougie Fresh. You know about that. You saw it. Today's not like Dougie Fresh. Today is the whole gang. We are going to be out skiing, patrolling. We're making this thing safe. You've probably been like, when does this guy actually earn money? Well, not right now. Tell you that. That part I can tell you. You can't be in it for the money, man. I probably shaved off a rock or something there. He loves his penis. And his, his big truck. His Corvette. With all due respect to big trucks and Corvettes. I mean, out there just begging for a while. Just before the time for the infestation, sounds like it's below the same spot. I'm telling you. Next thing you know, gosh, you're on a kiss hello basis, and next thing you know, you got legs wrapped around you. You gotta be careful out there, people. You can't let your your wiener get in the way. <sighs> Guys, I have not said anything about million dollar ideas for a while.
seems to have a total dispatch update on the temptation tank. Some because I don't have them every day. In fact, all my life, I've wanted to, ever since... Adult male skier wearing all black. Ever since I started driving, I play drums to Rush songs on the steering wheel, as all Rush fans do. In fact, Rush needs to throw some money at this, damn it. You will have to wait. There will be no for you, man in black. Anyway, I uh, I really do my best Neil Perting on the steering wheel. So nowadays, I, I guess you could prototype one of these really easily. Well, I could take apart one of my kids' toys and turn it into one of these things. And yeah, there's safety concerns out of the gate here. Wheel drumming, to me, keeps me alert. I'm right on time. Nope, done five years ago. Raised 15, 16K. I think he needs to take another shot at this. It looks like he gave completely up right after. So, next million dollar idea. Again, with some safety concerns, but an overall surrounding concern for baby's warmth makes this one a winner. Okay, so inside of a plush animal is a pocket for one of those disposable small pocket warmers or something you heat up in a microwave. But it's the simple ones, what's better? I looked online, people are just microwaving their stuffed animals. <laughs> are there any more safety concerns out there? So, warm pink bunny, look for it on your shelves. Warm pink pussy, sponsored by the Trump administration. Uh, and yeah, you can microwave it. You'd use it as a bottle warmer, that's the key thing. When you needed to warm a bottle, you'd stick your bottle in there for a little while. And it would also be this little warm bunny. Oh my gosh, look at you go! We're getting on the lift. I want to tell you something. It happened, because it just happened yesterday. I have this professional PA system. I don't know if I can tell you about this right now. Howdy. How are you doing? Good enough. How are you? And I've had this PA. You can carry it with both hands, but it's super heavy speaker. Oh, and I ruined it. I've had it since the mid-90s. Carried it around, gig to gig, apartment to apartment. On one side, uh, in stenciled spray paint, it says Mark Heasley. And has his address and phone number. It's in huge white letters. I can't own this thing without people calling me Mark. It's super heavy. <laughs> because it's power amp built into the already heavy speaker. You don't like a guitar amp. So, unfortunately, this is the kind of shit I can't throw away, but I have no use for it. Can't sell it. I'd look like a thief. Just had to hang on to this speaker, along with other things like it, knowing the day it would come. And as some of you know, but I rarely mention, I'm hired to be a singing telegram messenger for special occasions. <clears throat> and you're thinking, oh, okay, Mark Heasley, nope. Better. The woman who calls me about this is super tenacious, Alice. And I'm resistant because she can't nail down a time and a place. 
is taking multiple phone calls to put this together, and she's uncertain. I can't have uncertainty. She gives me all the info so we can nail this guy down. You know, his name is Troy. He's a GM there, and it's like an industrial filter place. I looked him up briefly. He looks like a military-looking guy. But super lovable. Looks super lovable. But the military shortcut. Not that, you know, I didn't mean to say military. Maybe that's not a good description. But that's certainly his cut in this picture. So she tells me about him the best she can. Her office is right across the hall from him. Thus the multiple discreet phone calls. He and I, this Troy guy, are the same age. She starts to tell me that his favorite band, and I only have one favorite band, so I'm rooting for him the whole time. She can't think of him. She's like, it's like, um, uh, I can't think of them. Their name is Ra, they're Ra, Ra, Ra. <laughs> Lady, <laughs> if you don't, just get to it. Uh, and, no. So she doesn't, so she finally blurts out, Rush, Rush. And I'm so excited about that. And then she tells me that this guy was in a band in the 80s that had some success. He, she doesn't know who it was. Mike Aline. Mike Aline almost went, also went there. And so um, the day finally came yesterday. I said, well, I'm going to find out who that band was. And I looked him up, and he was in this band called Licks. <laughs> with two X. It's filled with the two X kind. So it's not quite triple X. Okay, guys. And they're glammed up. These guys have hair like their moms. In fact, they all just went to their moms and said, we have gigs. What are we going to do? Let me help you. Oh, come here, Troy. You look lovely. Because two were brothers. So you know mom was fine with this. And I would be too. Did go on to get his master's. Which I didn't even do. So, you know, this guy is awesome. I'm, like, really impressed. Uh, the, online there, there are these 12-second clips of all their songs. And I picked Bad Boys. Because basically, it's Stone Temple Pilots plush 10 years too early by a hair metal band that should be getting a royalty. All right, so I printed off their cheesy band photo. Dude is all glammed up. We decided three o'clock. I took this bouquet of red, white, and blue balloons. My black hollow body guitar with the whammy, the Grinch that I used for Elvis. Plugged with, if you must know, a half meter patch cable to a battery operated Hondo amp. Ah. I dreamed last night vividly about the sustain from this setup, people. It was so nice. Right on the edge of feedback. I had my green striped knee-high socks that I wear skiing. Shorts, the whole guitar setup. Then my Rush shirt, you know, with the naked guy. <laughs> uh, and then this blazer with lime green stripes, my fake Billy Bob teeth. And this broken, you know, nerd glasses. I have my favorite ball cap that pulls my eyebrows tight when I f flip the bill up. Plus, it has this stuffed rainbow trout sticking out of it on both sides. So it's a goofy-looking hat, but it's believable enough that I at first I carried the heavy speaker to the front door. And character. Then later, 
the nice man took it in when we all went in. But I just needed to be sure. Because I came back, you know, I had the guitar and these balloons and, you know, the guitar's feeding back a little bit and I got these fake teeth and the nerd glasses and this rush shirt with their bio photo that I printed off from my faulty printer that can't print things black and white anymore. <laughs> That's the level of technology this, this printer's reached. But it prints psychedelic. It will print uh, Google Hive Mind images or whatever that stuff's called. All right, so I printed that off. And it looks like I spent hours in Photoshop making this. And I go in there like a fan wanting his autograph. Troy! And, you know, on the bio, yes. But also on this speaker I got on eBay. Come out here. Come look at this. It's your bass player's speaker. Do you know where he is? So naturally this guy gets a Sharpie and signs the bio and buys into this whole event that he probably imagined someday would have to happen because of the limited stardom they had. And he hands it back to me. I demand, no, you give me more. Write more. You know, don't just sign your name. <laughs> you know. And then come see this speaker. Actually, I dragged this thing out of the garage. So it is in super bad shape. This guy is just completely crazy. I'm every now and then just busting into his song. Anyway this kinship with this guy so he's really going along with everything that we do I left all that stuff we sang happy birthday to him I did birthday spanking jokes and then I left it behind he was still so enchanted with the experience that he said after he was wondering why did the, why did the guy leave his stuff he came all this way and you know he knew it was my birthday he knew all about how good my credit is <laughs> God, what part of this did he not... You know, I want you to get in my van and see if you want to go cross-country with me. Cross and go to small towns and you can bring your Harley or your BMW or whatever you call that thing. Because <laughs> I knew that would get him, you know, upset. Anyway, the whole experience, for me, was just so satisfying. To a very, very honestly rare, selfish degree... It is confirmation bias at its best. And it is when my model of my life uh, and all that surrounds it is working flawlessly. And that is why I preach this model. Despite the safety concerns, I want to say before I, I took the speaker then loaded it into the car, there was this yellow jacket, an Africanized wasp or something that was not letting me move that thing. And when I return home, that same wasp or one of his pals, I'm like, is it the rush shirt? And then I start thinking, uh-oh. Howdy! Anyway, you can probably fill in the rest. Why not, you know? Yeah, Why not? Why be on time when you can be 10 minutes early? You make a statement. So what do you think? I don't know. I don't know what it would be, huh? Any context today? No. Nope, I had I had a I had one pursuit. This is my all oh, always happened today. And <coughs> dude got away. Everyone else has been, I think, on pretty good behavior. 
Yeah, there's that too. We're gonna lose Thomas. Or have we already? We lost Thomas and we lost Bree. So that just puts you, Dougie, Julian, and Brad. Like, and then our dear friend and co-worker. E-Dog. He's oh. down at the bottom in the payday maze. Right now? Uh-huh. Be up here at three. He doesn't. The way he might, he's got oranges quartered and he's put, got them in a bag. Oh, yeah. It's all over his face and hands. His gloves are hanging off like he's a 10 year old off his wrists. I love him, but. Hey, give you, do, do, do you want an orange? These are really good. They're full of One vitamin week, C. They're really good. Because I have that thing on Monday, right? The birthing class I have to get to. And so when I'm late, I'm like counting those minutes. Because <laughs> I have to walk into this class. Super embarrassing. It's usually like right in the middle of some crazy stuff. In the last two weeks, I was eating Because the first week is like, oh, I got these kids, I gotta get off to school, so I'm out of here early. And then this week, or the week after, he didn't go anywhere. He stayed, but was just not getting signs down. <laughs> and then we just, he just would, uh, his boots, those, his boots, huh? So bless his heart, this is not what he expected. He's really handling it well for a guy who probably knows. So there it is. It meaning all of the episodes condensed to this one unpackable concept that we're packing, compressing with stories and detail, attaching concepts to ideas, songs, and feelings. And that is my gut on this thing anyway. When observed from this model, the subatomic forces, color forces, radiation, and things that hold the subatomic together that I know nothing about <laughs> other than the observable influence I have learned about. Those forces along with gravity in my model that works for me that simply says somehow we account for that energy, that inertia, that angular momentum and it is the grip the Big Bang still has on every atom from the inside out. Is what last year's Mountain Safety of the Year. Dude had like contacts. He still and I've had to build this model uh, that allows for control of these constraints to better understand the puzzles that challenge yeah, me and, and us universally um, i hope yes, i think um, so some listeners might think well yeah uh, so you know they have to suspend some disbelief but that yeah. is what fiction is all about right <laughs> see and he still thinks he's in yellow we'll have to see just today in the news there is a discovery that has been announced about our friend the photoelectric effect and the time has now been measured that it takes for the electron to leap to the outer shell and produce light and then crash back to a more stable orbit. It is an inconceivably small amount of time in our relative space. And it is this phenomenon that killed the solar system model for the atom. We're on. No. 
go get them. You did citizen's arrest. I'll uh, give you the I'm card. I'm actually really very, very nice when I talk to people. I've totally adopted that. Yeah. number four. Yeah. Look, if we saw Neptune every now and then burst out some light and change orbits, uh, we could make some conclusions, at least, about what to study next. But I don't know if Neptune is analogous to an electron anyway. I mean, it appears to me we are, it is deep inside of an electron. What scientists are seeing these days, not just from Neptune, are bursts of gas, massive explosions, mostly emanating from Uranus. We've been told since the dawn of civilization, or democracy anyway, that we're encountering the visible universe in what is inside of an atom. And to me, possibly, not at all to others, uh, this is what the Big Bang theory must mean for my personal someday universal model to even work. Who knows, perhaps the Big Bang is what happens when electron changes shells and emits light. Theory meets reality here, too, and it has to be seamless, has to be elegant, intuitive to a five-year-old, because it is not something you can easily prove with a 13.8 billion year timeline. Have a good rest of the day. Steve, I think it's good, Pete. It's like one of the really good... It's more of a razor approach. Occam's razor, which says the simpler choice is the better choice. Come here, pussy! So check this out. I told you, I mean, we're in this sort of, you know, birthing class. And on the sheet that this woman hands out, it talks about, you know, here's some things to expect. Expect this, expect that, expect pussy discharge. But this woman read it, was reading the thing, and you know this word the word is spelled the same shit. <laughs> it said pussy discharge. <laughs> Which is just awful. I mean it's just awful. But what the hell? And then she and then everybody and then pretty soon everyone's laughing. Yeah, pussy good. discharge. You know, I'm gonna be really upset if people aren't here on time. Oh. Including and Dougie Fresh, are you kidding me? I have not I'm seen be very he's gone. E-Dog is not going to make it. Occam's razor, or the devil is in the details. You know, if you need to explain, make accommodations, assumptions, those all add to the unlikeliness of the choice. Razors shave away possibilities, and we have come a long way from that point of singularity in an otherwise empty room. Hey, we got a winner. It's 4.30 BC. The Dead Sea isn't even sick yet. Democritus, he's out behind the cave, banging two rocks together, tripping balls on moldy bread, and took the best seat in the house. Hell, if everything is just everything inside everything, then my work is done here. He thought I can go back to banging rocks in the front of the cave. Yes, we've come a long way. Many years of study and scrutiny. The Big Bang, the Bible. That was the glorious angle station for a gondola. Fiction, protect the innocent. Went. 
No um, doubt. Down all the way to the to, to the base. Really? And it was the, over this area. It was crazy high up there because you, you were just so, like, ah! Where did it And then it was. So this is what happens when a man realizes he may leave eternity behind at any given time, and I need to know if there's road ahead. The only two possible sources say ahead. So we can't answer that. We don't know anything about that. That's pseudo pseudoscience. I need to know if the road ahead is going to work. Yeah, it's the way because of the eternal nature of light and energy. And so therefore it is truth. And so we're back to the truth, the light, and this dude that goes by way. Yo, way. Yo. Man. Kicking dope, my soggy bitches. I feel a diss track coming on from Bill Nye on this one. The old angle station. A lot of people kissing each other in that little thingy. We're giving it And this soundtrack behind us is an hour behind last week's episode because of production constraints and reconfigurations. Last week's episode occurred over the hour that follows this hour, but they got flip-flopped, and I just do those things as needed. But it's all pseudoscience, right? It's worse if somebody starts pretending that it's, it's, it's science. I'm saying start over. <laughs> Offer you oranges? I'm building a model that ponders this quantity anyway, compares what's happening on a macro scale. Where are the differences in the self similarity, the seams in our understanding of, of the truth and natural world? I measure my progress by what more I can bring back each time I encounter this construct, each time confirmation bias or coincidence shows its pink little nose. I keep track. I measure. Journal. I spin. Keeping the fudge out. You know, kicking the same tires that Democritus kicked two and a half thousand years ago. Doug's only got a few more times. Oh, do we mean it? He often boasted about how his travels were beyond the great mathematicians of Egypt. Any philosopher ever with strength that far exceeded the mighty cave diggers in Uranus. A small town outside of his birthplace of Abdera Thrace. Okay, great. Hey, we're, we're, we're waiting up for you. Everyone's down here. Come to Thrace. It's a pretty great place. They, they ripped off the Utah license plate slogan, the pre-Olympic slogan. It's my boot, Dan, my boot. You can't, yeah. It's an impenetrable argument, Dan. <laughs> There's just nothing you can say. And what are you gonna do, fire? No. Get division of labor and something on your ass. Is unacceptable behavior. Don't think it's okay. Uh huh. It's all going straight up to. The... You're never gonna see 1275, buddy. 
But this time, oh, I'm okay with it. I think they get that. That's what you get when you live in a place called Thrace. Thrace is the place. And when you name your kid, like they named him, when you name your kid Chosen of the People, he's going to turn out like that. Hell, Joe Smith was born on Christmas Day, and look what happened. As is, uh-huh. run your own schedule. Uh-huh. You just got to be here at three. So let's get back to a time when there was less between those two rocks. Demi, as he went by, along with a symbol. Those two rocks, Demi is banging together. Sparks every now and then, differentiating themselves from the shiny, glistening piece of... What's he banging together? Oh, I see. Not surprisingly. It's not granite. It's pieces of our trash. Somehow got to the 80th Olympiad. (laughs) Alright, that's my little joke there. But first, and most obviously, we have not accounted for time. Uh, Or at least a larger role for time. And a smaller one, for that matter... Uh, because time that scales up or down to any arbitrary size is sort of a foreign concept. We have time zones, we have galactic years and so forth, but Uranus doesn't care, or Mercury, about our relative position. They have their own things to worry about on Uranus. All that gas bursting. So Please stand by yeah. for a missing person's yeah. report in the first time area. Oh, first time. Sure. Um, Bradley, you're up top of the right side of time. We are looking for uh, Holland. He's a nine-year-old male snowboarder. He's wearing a blue jacket over black pants with a red uh, helmet. Yeah. He yep. Black He's lost again. First time. He gets lost, I think, three times. <laughs> He's lost again. I will. I'm gonna reel him in. The same kid? Red over blue over black on a snowboard? Uh-huh, My model requires me to shed this yeah, construct of time to understand scaling and liberty. And this model and others, as you approach light speed, time stands still and the relative size expands. Mass grows. This is Robert Kennedy and his version of waterfall. Just before waterfall. Because light is a constant, light is the point of relativity. I'll get your sloppy fixed point. or people coming out of the hollow. Knee dog! This tail sticking out, wagging the whole dog sticking in. Did you eat that entire orange? That's what I want to know. That's the picture in my head of this dog is bouncing eternally off everything. Just like we can see whenever there's a light, you just can't ignore it. A light turned on. Give me three clicks. Give me three clicks. Give me three clicks toward tactical. I promise this is all unrehearsed. Coincidence. Nose is in everything. And it's hard to ignore that presence of light, let alone a dog being wagged by its tail. Alrighty, dog, your waterfall. 
energy and mass seem easier to scale up or down, big or small, right, more or less, where time is dependent on their quantities. And it is. That's what I'm saying. Our standard definition of time, though, for most of us, the time is now, and that's it. Okay, but what about a planet whose mass is so massive? You know, Jupiter is just a tiny little piece of it. What time is it on that planet? I am building a model that accounts for the difference in terms of time between those two realities. box inside of a box and still most mostly empty space I like ball better but we can go from our box construct and carve out a ball later but the box outside of us is still hearing the sound of the Big Bang because it's so much bigger than us Dicky. measuring that occurrence no doubt to write a paper about this big bang and get money and once again everything gets to money the box inside of a box self similar pattern would continue I guess but you can imagine until it's a box inside of eternity unbound by any gravity time or box in a place that without something else is in a place we would call nothing. So it's not bound by anything. There needs to be something for there to be something. And light is the threshold in between. Uh, it makes certain that nothing of a certain magnitude can escape or add or take energy away from either one. And it's limited to the magnitude ultimately of, of light. Like plankton, enough to feed whales, but has no value to us, even as a dietary supplement sold via multi-level marketing. Guys, so light, not a tear in the fabric necessarily, but in my mind, more like this infinite portal of neutered energy <laughs> we we see light in all directions from a candle flame it seems we see the light from the beam of light shooting up into space from the needle light isn't like water if you're on a submarine let's say but anytime you create just enough energy water from the sea flows from every direction from that spot eternally that's called, that's that's how it fits in my mind anyway. That's weird, huh? Radio check three one five in position. Then the energy recedes, and then the hole seals up all around. See, you're fine. It gets completely dry. Check 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 one two copy check. 
But to me, that's comfortable. It's intuitive to accept as this, as this prototype or stopgap to, to make some headway to, to make the needle move a bit and hope to get a better vantage to define things with hindsight and perspective. Like it. Now, here's another self-similar paradox where I see energy is born through sunlight, but in that dispersion, the deadly amounts of radiation are made harmless into, you know, blade of grass. Goes through this whole thing until one day it there's, you know, it's a big bang or it catches on fire and it's dispersed again into light. I want to think that it's all about synchronicity. Real fixed up. Sometimes. Because I have to sync audio tracks with the kind of work I do. Sometimes the lips are moving and there are other things and I have to look for clues in both the audio and the video track to see where these sync points are. Or for my brain sometimes to connect the two realities. The rest is music and skiing and attaching our energy to as much truth and as much love and gratitude as possible because that is the only ticket out they're massless and whatever you loose on earth you gain in heaven and whatever you keep on earth you keeps you from being in heaven Not pushing the Bible here, but there's some clues in there about what is and isn't going to work. Jesus was just trying to make it an easier pill to swallow. to a much tougher crowd. But it's not about Jesus. It is about you. And I, I want you to be safe out there. <laughs> so let's ski. It is as if. I'll have to say this again. It's as, as if we've forgotten or have not yet learned to utilize adaptations that we have made to interpret this arena of energy. It is as if our friend Jesus was saying, stay in the now, get out of the flesh. The flesh and things of it, they are the devil. Gluttony, greed, pride, vanity. Hey Bradley, tell Dougie Fred, tag one, and to go down Sloth, with you. envy. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll think of the last one. Stay true so your light will shine in the eternal sea of light. Can you please come down and hang with me? Harmonize and resonate with your passions and those you love, the energy you love. We've set up a logical framework for that to happen now. We got a live one. It is not meant to solve any problems of physics or the standard model, obviously. I'm Joe Average. It is meant to show that even Joe Average can come along and knock down some of these paradoxes and constraints 
that have been surrounding the average person. Why do we think in light? That thought photon, it's out there. What access do we still have to it? Can we edit it? All right, we got a fear in red. He's out to the with black pants. More of a burgundy. Our notions of, of floating out of our body for, like, say, astral projection, uh, or our notions about what should advance to become. Another guy with a red top with gray on the bottom of the jacket and a black jacket behind him. I think they went under it too. You know, we think, oh, we'll become psychics. Nope, it's bigger. Don't duck the ropes, guys. It's all access. Don't duck the ropes, guys. If you guys are jumping under those ropes up under there, don't do that. They see you. Universally. Wasn't me. No, not you. You just happen to be in the... In the line of direct. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In our dreams, because with this model, 13.8 billion years can be a fraction of a second. And there's a logical framework to suggest eternity can actually reside in a second. It's not just something you have faith about. Yeehaw! We can live that lifetime. Hello there. In that fraction of a second. I've been seeing you. Well, yeah. Eternity can reside but I in that second. You just stayed in dreamland. Yeah, that's what I did right. Strong words, Julian. <laughs> Is it possible I'm living lifetimes in my dreams? And I still wake refreshed. Images of us floating out of our body would be, I think, a clue to somebody back to themselves to store to memory. Anyway, the rest of the pictures don't get through. Our film gets blown out by eternity. Oh, wrath is the wrath is the other sin. I was needing to remember and add to the definitive list of things that are keeping us from hanging with JC. And what it sounds like is our flesh is the problem. Yeah, it sucked it up down here too. I was like, wow, I had some of my best turns up there. It's my worst down here. Oh my God, dude, I went down far as far. Uh-huh. Like maybe an hour later. Uh-huh. It was awful. Is it? Oh, no. See, I'm glad. And it isn't JC at all. It's the light that he was talking about. If I looked, would expect to find deeper meaning, organs correlating to each sin, and even an exit strategy. But why, as I have said, I'm here to solve my pressing problems, not solve cryptic messages from science and Jesus about the final frontier. They had their shot. The nature of that place, wherever it must be, both are saying the same thing. It's as far as we can go. Okay, you're on your own from here. <laughs> the rest is an inside job. And we have no way to prove the existence of a place that reconciles all things to itself. It's deep at that bottom, and you gotta commit, and it's just like, just for a second. Yeah, it's true. It's got a good face to it, and it's so rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you see it in the summertime, it's literally just grass. There you go, free of charge. So I'm saying it's Jesus without the sandals. It's dark energy, it's dark matter. 
And we're just walking yeah. electromagnetic wave detectors. Um, that happens. And as we grow and adapt, that totally happens. We'll see beyond the visible light. Like J Jillian was. We will grow and adapt. We will see beyond the visible light somehow, as we do today. We will progress. Uh, from your, especially from your, where you're coming in, it's just, it's really hard to... Um... In my short career as a sperm, I vibrated just right to resonate yeah, or to have... with the egg. See, I need narratives. Knocked just right. Maybe I had a few agents. My boy got in, and there was a complete lockdown after that. And I don't know if there's a single atom left from that event in my body or anyone's body, but here I am, a walking wave detector, looking to vibrate, right? You know, with other vibes, harmonize, visualize. <laughs> you know, and deliver the results. Animals measure waves. Point A to point B. You know, I, I can't just say, hey man, you were streamlined, and that's just in my book, you're right. Well, they're not, they're not, like, I think, I think Eric called him a perpetrator the other day. Uh-huh. He, Eric is... They're not perps. We hear something, we see something. We measure, start keeping track of acceleration, point A to point B, is it speeding up, is it slowing down? Even though one of them is a lead. Julian, given a lack of traffic, <laughs> not and good. strong work, if you want to cycle, you can. Sometimes in traffic, things grind to an eternal halt, you know, and sometimes logic convinces me, oh, this line at Arby's will never end. We'll be here forever. Oh, I get so pissed. My flesh is jolted with privileged energy. The few I have left, I'm not going to tell them. Jesus. Right? And other times things just spin so fast. I'm so overwhelmed. Some people cry, some people break down, others become a slave to their own primitive protocol. They break stuff, they see red. They throw kickboards at little swimmers. I've done all those things except the kickboards. Okay. The flesh will rage and the dreamers will drift. Either way, we get a brain that is all lit up like a crying baby, presumably still connected in an enviable way to this eternal light. Still giving manufacturers instructions and updates at night when we can't wake up and catch it. We clutch ourselves in fetal positions and we try to force ourselves to be babies again, but we might as well try to breathe underwater. I mean, why not? We could do that as babies, right? And I'm along the same lines. Hey, um, give, you know, give Mountain Safety. And the resort had us, has us out here today on this green run to talk to the people that are coming off the blues and the blacks, you know, to make sure they understand that when they're on the green run, it's not their run anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, great. Let me take a picture and we're done. How'd that go? You can suspend your disbelief all you want. We aren't going to be able to jump into breathing underwater like a baby. But what about thinking like a baby? In what ways do I already remember my years as a baby? Yep. Did you ski through the... Not yet. Go My reward system, my taste, my voice. We humans, we actually, we remembered everything from being a baby with our whole bodies. 
by making unique moments created by all of the observed waves present at the time. We remember being babies better than lunch yesterday. I seriously have no, well, wait, I do. But remember, I'm in the throes of taking care of baby and I'm still not completely a very good baby, but I see parts of me that must have been formed as a baby. Songs, narratives built from primitive decisions. Binary, good, bad, bad, good, hot, cold. I just simply believe that within that code that we wrote for ourselves, the good, bad decisions we made, we can edit our emotion at those points of entry. Like modernizing a song or changing its melody a bit. When you hear those tunes, there's common messages nestled in there. Oh, his wrist bubble is about the size of a beach ball. Juvenile messages. When I get to know people, I get to know their songs. And the whole gang is there. Uh, you get to know them well enough. There's pitch, rhythm, ups, downs. Many of the things found in music are common model. We're at a loss for words, I think, as we grow and the melodies get more mature and complex. But we don't seem uh, at a loss for meaning. I think. And throughout the show, you should be hearing all the unplanned synchronicity that's happening. Except for when I mention it. Yeah. Sometimes, not always. But the words I'm saying are inadvertently locked to the melody and the rhythm of a song. He's gonna make sure he has a good run. And I'm illustrating to leave no doubt that we talk in these songs. We communicate quite often. It's the same set of songs. Um, as we become more and more advanced, we have become leaner in our communication and, and we, we need less and less energy and space to communicate sometimes, you know, even more nuanced messages. So we drive cars now and we text now. Ben Franklin would not have been down with texting right away. He was a super chatty guy. I don't know. What do I know about Ben Franklin? These days, we can detect tone just with the timing and the content or lack of content in a text message these days. Whether someone's writing us right back or if it takes them four weeks. It's going to be like the 80s music overtaking the 70s when, you know, 2020 comes around. And we are incrementally advancing toward nuanced communication that would ultimately be completely universal. Like driving cars with others. That's universal. And it would be foreign to outsiders. It has its own dialect here in Utah. I mean, I've driven in LA, but here in Utah, look, there's, there's Idaho drivers, there's Utah drivers, but the worst are blind people. With all due respect, you guys work it out out there. Uh, but we practice this communication with other drivers, this nuanced. Sometimes it feels like my life is on the line. Well, this whole thing, it's too early to call it, but I want to see where it's going. I want to check the other side to see if anything is on its way to meet this new threshold of intuitive abilities. Yep, both science and Jesus are singing the praises of everlasting light. And this dream thing 
with recipes for interpretation in the Bible, you can find them. And, you know, what would it be? What would it have to be to manage all of this, all these memories, all this? Why light? Is nature so in tune with our heads that light is a simple answer to complex problems? Or is nature so dumb it doesn't realize the skull isn't working as a headlight? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Is this the same nature that, you know, wants us not only to have a baby, but for a baby that will want to have another baby? Again, with all due respect to those who are, for whatever reason, the, the last in their line, it doesn't change those marching orders, you know, for the majority. But one, light makes life and thinking work. It just does for grasshoppers and you. Number two, moms need to make babies that will make more grasshoppers. Beyond that, <laughs> I don't have a three. If you want a three, knock yourself out, guys. Have a blast. That's all. No, I think nature will check back in on those things and prune accordingly. Survival of the fittest will become the test of the most true spirit, lacking in sin, lacking flesh, lacking death itself. True as spring rain, bitches. Best be putting the big book back on the bestseller list because them's the instructions right there. Whether you believe them or not, I think it's what the people before us had were able to smuggle through. Take it what it's worth with a grain of salt. And don't let contempt prior to investigation ruin any chance of seeing what many who have come a long way and long before you have seen true as the spring rain in Utah <sighs> like virgins again at the end of another show and those oaths that Jesus said do not do do not do this guy has been around for 2,000 years and you want to try and rebut his everlasting message about love and the flesh or the truth the light and the way what the hell you don't get in if you're not practicing eternal concepts it's not, it's not up to Jesus. And I'm not here to judge or ever say what those things are. No one is greater or lesser than. I have myself to deal with. There are parts of me, the topics of the show, that are preventing full access. Fortunately, full access is not necessarily the goal. Sure, it's a good goal. In my model, and maybe yours too, I have to have these boundaries to that I see to be psychosis or going toward that, things that we don't know a lot about. So my model sets these limits, personal limits, to avoid flying too close to the sun. We see this meteoric rise of someone like Jimi Hendrix, a star whose light was generated when he jumped to that outer shell of humanity for a short time, but long enough to fill the void with his brilliance and light. This week, try and catch yourself in a sneeze. Just a sneeze, what observations, if any, can you make and remember? Try to write down your dreams, especially those ones in the morning. Oh my gosh, what is yourself trying to tell you? Catch yourself in those moments when you're detached from all things. And if you have a deep cry or something like that, can you, can you step out and be objective? Try, what picture would you draw or send back to yourself or capture? Coming down.
Hot Roll is a fictitious program and is no longer the cause of headless human syndrome. Please head on over to your head shrink's office and see if you're not just a head case. I don't like where this is heading.